Welcome back to Life in the Bree. Redemptive Educators. This is Amy Imbody with the Center for Redemptive Education, and we're learning from Jesus himself, who says to us and to the children in our care in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. We are exploring the possibility that God is giving us new wine in Christian education, and that he's inviting us to find new wineskins, new containers, if you will, new structures or approaches to education that can handle that new wine without bursting. Can it be that the Lord is telling us that his way of doing things, even if challenging, even if requiring much of us, is somehow also restful to our souls? That the same kind of refreshment, vigor, and satisfaction that comes to the athlete on finishing the race can be experienced by us as we labor to teach or to learn with our students, there's the right kind of struggle, whether physical or intellectual or spiritual, that results in a quietness, an accomplishment, a satisfaction, a rest to our souls. Sometimes newcomers to redemptive education think it might be too soft that our quest to align with God's design for teaching and learning will result in making everything easy for our students or protecting them from too much struggle. This would be a real misapplication of redemptive education. Redemptive ed is for the purpose of equipping children and young people to fulfill all of God's calling for their lives in accordance with how God designed them and in accordance with his sovereign plans for them and for the world. Now, Jesus speaks with full authority when he tells us to come to him, to take his yoke upon us, to learn from him. These aren't suggestions to his disciples. They're actually imperatives. And Jesus is not apologetic about his use of his authority. And we shouldn't be tentative or apologetic either, as we use the authority God gives to adults so that we can lovingly guide and equip the children entrusted to us. Redemptive educators are effective when they're not timid about directives. In fact, equivocation is a kind of unkindness to children. It's confusing to them. If we say, do you want to sit down now? Or, guys, guys, it's, it's time to sit down, okay? Rather than a firm and friendly, please sit down now, it's confusing to them. Notice that part of what Jesus will give to us when we come to him is his yoke, that heavy wooden collar that goes over the neck of the ox who's pulling the plow or the wagon, this yoke enables the farmer to guide the ox, to keep it in its appointed path, so that it can accomplish its appointed task, a straight furrow or a safe journey 
for the people in the wagon. A yoke is not a featherweight. It's not something to play around with. It is also not optional for the ox. But the ox who yields to the hand of the beneficent farmer through this yoke is able then to use its considerable strength to do something it otherwise could not do. The ox is designed to do these things, but it cannot do them without the yoke. The raw potential of the ox, the unyoked power of the ox, without the guidance and direction from the farmer, does not have what is needed to prepare the ground for crops or to bring the wagon to its destination. In other words, it can't accomplish that work for which it is perfectly designed. Another purpose of the yoke is to enable two oxen to work in concert. Without the structure of the yoke in place, two huge and powerful animals can't constructively focus their force to accomplish a task. Now, no knowledgeable farmer would put a heavy yoke on the neck of a little calf. This would not only be ineffective, obviously, but would also be oppressive and injurious to the calf's developing muscles, not to mention the calf's developing trust in the farmer. So redemptive educators, whether at home or at school or whatever your setting, be observant, be discerning about how much weight to place on the shoulders of the children and young people you teach. Not every child bears the same weight at the same time. Not every child keeps the same pace. We have to be discerning about which child should be yoked, so to speak, with which other child, so that both are strengthened and enabled to accomplish great things they couldn't do on their own without guidance, without partners. But don't be afraid of tackling challenges with your students. Show them how to tackle challenges by tackling them yourself, often, cheerfully, with perseverance and confidence that the Lord will enable you and them to grow stronger and stronger towards those high callings for which we have all been designed. And don't be afraid of being authoritative in giving direction to children. Jesus was both gentle and lowly in heart, even while giving clear directives to his disciples. I was surprised to discover that in this passage from Matthew, Jesus is actually drawing from his Bible, the Old Testament, in Jeremiah 6.16, in which the Lord says, Stand by the roads, and look, and ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and find rest for your souls. May the Lord give you rest for your souls as you labor to serve him by serving the children in your life. Serve up some new wine. Let's put it in some new wine skins. More on that next time. <music> 